Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Millen, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? What up? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds unnatural when it comes out of your mouth. Uh, If this is your first time at the show, I highly recommend you go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com, see some hand-selected episodes to easy into our jokes and humor, or as Brian says every once in a while, just jump into it, see what we get this episode. Just fucking do it. Don't get eased into us. Just jump in. (laughs) There's no easing. We just go raw all the time. (laughs) That is not the way I meant it, you dirty fucks. (laughs) Listen, well, then let's just segue out of that real quickly, and uh, let's talk about my favorite hobby in the world, which is to go on the internet, find the weird, find the obscure, and then I ask these two gentlemen for a tech perspective. Uh, And the first one is a little bit of just podcasting news. If Wow. Really? Yep. (laughs) It's a modem now. Didn't used to be a modem. (laughs) That's my favorite part. a bad car, like a a transmission. Uh, uh, big news for, for the podcasting world. If you're listening to us on an Android device, congratulations. Google has actually made a podcasting app. Kind of, sort of, not really, but... And I, there was much rejoicing. Yay! Yay! Go check out our show notes. We have a link to Google Podcasts. You can find us there if you want to share us. Uh, please go ahead and, and do that. But for you Android people, you finally have a native uh, podcasting app. And for you iOS people, you're about to get chapters out of... Uh, Albert, Albert, chapters and Albert. Albert for you. I really like Albert. <laughs> He's the secret it's fourth like member. Alexa. It's like an Alexa, but it's a male, right? The it's secret a... fourth member of that kind of nerd. <laughs> Albert. <laughs> Albert, what do you think of this topic? And for you uh, iOS uh, users, you're going to start to get uh, chapters. You're going to get changing album artwork, and you're going to get no Albert for iOS. Albert's not allowed. It no looks. We do have I'll tell you Sam. What, if you. Anybody out there that is as nerdy as we are running iOS 12 beta, the the chapters and album artwork are pretty cool. Which you can also get in Overcast on iOS, which I highly recommend as, as well, because they have smart speed and some good stuff too, but check it out. Uh, but let's talk about some stuff that's not related to podcasts. The real uh, tech perspective is starting with, after two years, Pokemon Go is letting you trade Pokemon. Kinda? No, they're not. Brian, let's just first talk about the promise that Pokemon Go started with when, when the promise of pokemon go oh oh yes i don't know if you remember this cj but what two and a half years ago i believe it was a dreary september and we were uh we were just l- looking at the moonlight enjoying some stars <laughs> and uh you know I, I was looking up youtube and i saw a pokemon go trailer and i said huh cj you like pokemon and you're like oh yeah i like pokemon and we watched this and it was amazing so amazing i think i saw the beginning of the universe um (laughs) i saw the creation of all things and i wept because (laughs) i not only could catch pokemon in the real world but i could also battle pokemon not only at gyms but with friends and i could trade with friends as well the trailer in fact shows Two strange people. I don't know who you are. You know what? Let's battle. Let's battle across the street. It's going to be fun. And it looked so much fun. And then Pokemon Go dropped. And we were all so excited. Some people spent money on it live on the air. I did. $100. And all you could do was just catch Pokemon. We said, it's okay. It's all right. We understand. Not all the features are going to be available right away. We'll give it like six months. Six months and everything will be okay. It'll be okay. It's going to be great. 
It's going to be great. I can't wait. I can't wait. And then six months came by, and I, I got the most exercise I ever did in my fucking life. And <laughs> still no still no battling, still no trading. And I said, poor K. Poor K, Niantic. What, what, what is going on here, sir? And Niantic said, don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. Don't worry. But you know what we do have? We have Gen 2 coming. Are you happy with Gen 2? No, I just want just want to battle. I just want to trade. Battle and trade. That's all but I want. Just, Niantic, please tell me. Give me what you promised me. And then another six months came by, and there, there was still no battling and trading. And I said, but my friends, I have friends. I want to trade with them. <laughs> and they said, no, 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 sir. It's not ready yet. Not ready yet, they said. I said, okay. I said, well, you know what? I'm at level 29. And I'm okay with that. It took me a year to get here, and you know, I'll uh, I'll just take a break for a while until you get trading out. And I figured it'd be like a month, two months. I'll get trading. I'll I'll get back into it. It's now been two years, and I'm finally getting trading. And I saw this article, and I said, you know what? I will go ahead and I will open up my Pokemon Go app again. And I opened up again, and I logged in. And they have a nice little screensaver on there while it loads. It's quite wonderful. It's got Pokemon like riding on the ocean, which was which was cool. It was very cool. You know, hey, high five Lapras, way to go. And then uh and then I uh I I opened it up and I said, Oh, trading, let's 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 trade. Social. You need to be level 40 to do any of this. <laughs> that is eleven more levels that will take me another year and a half to get of walking and catching and hatching <laughs> eggs and catching 16,000 ratatats that I don't fucking want just so I can do what you promised me from the beginning. You told me I would get it at level zero. You're dead to me, Niantic. And, and scene. So here's, listen, in my head, and I this is a podcast, so for all of you in your heads, Here's how I envision what just went down. <laughs> this is a one-man show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Black stage, single spotlight, microphone, Brian, dark jeans, black shirt. <laughs> he just performed a one-man show for you. Yeah. That was amazing. I would like pod- poetic. I would like uh, our podcast awards now, please. I would like our awards. Please, <laughs> so please amazing. So amazing. And I look, I can't add anything to that. That's fantastic. That's that. It's 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 hope, it's love, it's fun, it's it's disappointment and <laughs> anger. It's everything I wanted. I, I, I need everyone to go nominate that speech for uh podcastawards.com. That's a real thing. I, I need a trophy that I can give to Brian <laughs> for that speech, and there's nothing else to say. So let's talk about something else because that was absolutely beautiful and absolutely wonderful. <laughs> now, Josh, here's what I need you to do. I yeah. need I need your help because uh, as Brian just just beautifully encapsulated what it's like to be uh, a person who's in, in Pokemon Go, you are a wonderful person to help you with just breaking down the abilities to you know not only just take back your time but but take back your money right earn some respect when it comes to working with large companies and conglomerates and God do I need your opinion on on this uh, there was an article uh, done by CNET that talks about a couple services that will get your cable bill lower without having to make what awkward phone call. Mm. However, comma, there is a huge catch. I have I've seen the 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 video. I see that there are people that want to make phone calls 
for you and 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 save you money on your cable bill and then they, they want to keep 50 45 40% of what you save um Ridiculous. Um, my only thought is, are you out of your mind even asking people to pay you to make a, all right, um, let me, let me back up. Some people aren't comfortable haggling, except it's not a haggle. Like when it comes to services like that, especially when it comes to services like cable, it's real simple. I'm going to cancel and go elsewhere. And then they just basically do what you want them to do. I mean, it's really not very hard. That's all you have to say. Anyone can say that. Let me make it clear. Here's what I'd like to have happen, right? Within reason. I mean, don't don't ask for the world, right? I mean, don't be dumb. But if you're going to leave over a twelve to twenty five dollar a month difference, they're probably going to acquiesce. It's a phone call. Yep. Don't ever pay someone to say, "I'm not completely satisfied." And I'm going to go elsewhere for a promotional value that is better than yours and saves me $25 monthly, which isn't small potatoes. That's what you have to do. Don't ever, ever, ever pay someone to do that. It's just stealing your money for doing no work. It's it's words. And and they're asking for, just like Josh said, 45 to 50% of your savings. And the guy in the video, and I like stopped after what, like forty five seconds, a minute and a half, maybe. If, yeah, maybe it's when I vomited. That's when I stopped. As soon as yeah. I vomited, I shut it off. <laughs> yep, I was just like, uh, no. And he's just like, I'm saving like a hundred and twenty dollars a year. It's like, imagine, just imagine if you would saving, I don't know, two hundred and forty dollars a year. Right. That and that's like, kind of the point, right? It's it's just it's stupid to give someone half of your money. Yeah. For doing something that causes. They paint a picture like like making a phone call and talking to someone on the other end of a phone is a painful process. Listen, it's not. Be, being on hold does it suck? Yeah, but look, let me let me let me give you an example. Think about the situations where you are stuck and have nothing better to do at all, right? Right. Put someone else on speaker and just let the phone sit there. Just let it sit there. You may be in a noisy environment, which is actually going to make it worse for the person on the other end of the phone. So you're already winning. But <laughs> but, but just do it when it's convenient for you. Right. We all have that moment in the day where you just got nothing going on. You're like you're 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 waiting in line for your falafel. Just put do it then. Right? Because you don't care about the guy that's about to hand you a falafel anyway. You're, so it doesn't matter if you don't say, how are you today? Thank you for this delicious falafel. <laughs> you could be on hold in that moment. And when they pick up and they say, can I help you? Oh, one moment. I'm getting extra sauce on my falafel, and then I'll be right with you. That's kind of like, who cares? Just yeah. make the call and tell them you're going to get a better promotion elsewhere. Say that. And they'll discount your bill. The the reason I, I brought this up was I uh, I had a listener. His name was Chris. He was telling me that, oh, I heard your stuff talking about cord cutting. Uh, and, you know, that seems like a big hassle and I, I didn't really like it. And part of it is, you know, calling to cancel the cable service, right? It's something that you have to do at some point. Uh, and I saw this. I saw Bill Shark. And I was like, this looks incredible. And he sent me the video that was like inspired him to, to go ahead and use this. I said, Chris, you got to be kidding me, dude. 45%, 50%. No. 
How so, many reps? How many reps do you think a company like Directv employs? Right, just a shit ton, right? Yeah, a shit ton. Yep. So there's there's something built into their system where if you have Directv, you earn like these loyalty points that actually on the rep side, it, it, the longer it goes, equates to dollars. So if you're asking for something, they can give it to you just by looking at their screen. Right. It's you're already building it, it, lo- with these companies. You're already building loyalty just by being there. And, and you I don't can, owe them anything. And I can tell you, uh, those are people that you speak to when you when you get to the phone. It's like they're they're not heartless monsters. They're people. So just yep. calmly explain, just like Josh said, what you want, why you want it, and what you're willing to do if you don't get it. And a person with a brain will eventually go, oh, yeah, like there's something in every corporate structure to let me give you a discount, to let me give you a restructuring, to let me give you a rethink. It's really not impossible. So don't do this. I just want to bring this up because as soon as someone told me, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to do this service because I, I saw it from your, your cord cutting aspect. Maybe this is something I could do to kind of save myself that hassle of cord cutting. No, no, don't just don't do this in general. Even if you don't want to cut the cord, you want to stay with your cable provider, satellite provider, whoever you have. If you're happy with those people, that's fine. But you just want a bit of price. Just just like Josh said, falafel time. Perfect time to do it. God, that's it. Now, I really want to say I want a falafel. You've kind of. (laughs) Kind of sold me on the falafel aspect here. Falafel are delicious. I don't know if you eat falafel, but so good. I, I do. Well, all right, let's do this then. Let's let's get out of the world of tech for a little bit. Let's go over to the world of movies and TV for a segment that we call Screen to Screen. And I we gotta start with the, the trailer that everyone's talking about this week. Creed 2. Dropped a trailer. It kind of came out of nowhere for us. It was like, hey, is a poster one day, then bam. I got a new trailer in. I didn't see uh I didn't see a trailer for Creed 2. Did you not see that trailer? Did you not see meetings? No, it was uh, there was a trailer for Rocky four point five, <laughs> um, but I didn't see anything for Creed. <laughs> did anybody? Did anybody? See, wait, did you guys see the Rocky four point five trailer? Because that was really good. Like I'm super looking forward to it. I, I, it looks very good. Yes, you are correct. But I, I, I saw it. Yes. We we can agree. Listen. We can all agree this is not Creed 2, this is Rocky 4.5, right? Right. Right. Drago returns. Like, not not just Drago returns. <laughs> but the plot. He, he wakes up that. in a hospital bed. <laughs> Son of a bitch, with you're his, right. With his, with his wife next to him saying, you don't have to do have this. To do this. Yes, oh, I do. No. I'm like, what? Wait, wait, wait. I've wait, seen, are you telling me wait, that Sylvester Stallone wait, just took I've, the script wait, that he already wrote? Wait, I've seen this movie. <laughs> Right. And listen, as long as there is an amazing training montage, I'm going to be completely He was underwater satisfied. throwing punches. Underwater that's what montage. I'm saying. But like, I, it, it doesn't have to be just him. It's not about just just what he's doing. It's got to be about the music, too. <laughs> Here's what like, I'm thinking. I need it. At some point, there's going to be a training montage in this in this movie, as you said, right? And then and then Rocky four, they went to they went to like the mountains, right? They to, and, no, they were in Russia. They're Siberia, and he's like right, he's like he's like running up a snowy mountain. So there's no snowy mountains in Philly. So are they coming to Allentown to do this? Are they going to run up like the Poconos? That be, like is amazing. that where they're, they're going to run up the Poconos? How does one <laughs> run up the Poconos? I don't know. How does one <laughs> run up Siberia, sir? 
There's all kinds of mountains you're, in Siberia. So what I'm hearing is that Sylvester Stallone just took the script for Rocky IV, whited out every word that said Rocky, and replaced the Don as <laughs> no, 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 because there is still <laughs> so, control. L- listen, uh, control F uh, Rocky for everyone. Watch, watch yeah. the trailer. It it does look good. It looks pr- it looks like it's going to be a good movie because it's a Rocky movie, and Rocky movies are good movies. But that like. When I saw the end, I was like, oh, like the whole time I'm going, okay, I've seen that movie. I've seen that movie. I've seen that movie. I've seen that movie. And then at the very end, you see the back of the guy's robe and it's Drago. And you're like, oh, so it's the same movie. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be the same. I think I think Rocky's going to die this one. Oh, my God. So here's the thing. Wait, when, when this, did Mick die? What Rocky did Mick what, die? Rocky Mick three. Rocky what, three. Hold on, hold on now, okay. because because that's that Brian introduces something that I observed after watching the trailer. This is very interesting. So, in Rocky three, right, he had sort of reached the pinnacle of his career, which it seems like this is a few years in the future. This is not right after he just took that loss. He's Correct. he earned a championship. He's been a champion. So it's actually. The beginning of Rocky Three, where he's at his prime, right, and gets just gets destroyed by Clubber Lang, which is what's going to happen in the beginning of this movie. We're going to open up to him getting just beaten to hell, gets his squash knocked around, wakes up in a hospital. But you know, fast forward to now, elements of Rocky Four, because that's where Stallone started with Talia Shire telling him, "You don't have to do this," and yes, I do. But then go through the movie, right? And <laughs> Stallone dies, Rocky dies, and now we're back to Rocky 3 and now Creed has multiple motivations. Right? And it's not just his father died and he has to avenge his father because Drago killed him in the ring and but he probably had some issues before that. But what well, right, I see where you where you're going. And then you also have the Mick aspect where Rocky dies and he has to win for him. It's Rocky three and Rocky four point five. Like, I don't know if you, I don't know how you work that math out. It's it's elements of both. And Brian, tell me I'm not stupid for reading it that way. No, I, I, I didn't actually put that together when I first saw the trailer, but now that you're talking, yeah, it definitely is. It really is. I'm okay with it. Oh, I'm super okay is. with it because it's a Rocky movie, and I'm always going to watch Rocky movies, and Stallone can't do them forever. But you know what? Michael B. Jordan can. And you know what? In 10 years, Michael B. Jordan can train somebody new. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking of speaking of training somebody new, this is a new director as, as Maybe well. he'll train the other Drago's kid. <laughs> I don't even give a shit. And then we'll just have a series of Drago movies. Uh, honestly, if it's... Like if if this like would you be I, I just, sad would you be sad if this franchise continued once every like decade just, or so? I was just thinking no. this is this is kind of like the Star Wars thing, right? We just follow one family like all the way through. That's fine. Let's do that. And have them interacting. I'm like, quite okay with that. These movies make everybody feel good. Like I'm yeah. not going to be mad about it if they if they continue. Like once every you know ten years we get a new sort of Rocky thing or twenty even twenty years. I don't give a shit. I'd be fine with that. And you know what? It's interesting you said that 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 you're not mad about this because uh, the other topic that I found was uh, Drake because he was upset. Uh, and He uh, is upset. <laughs> so Drake launched a, a new video. It's called I'm Upset. And normally we don't cover, you know, uh, rap, rap music videos. 
we do when Josh talks about music, he eventually brings in rap or when we talked about straight out of Compton. Eventually, I love hip hop. Like, what's the problem here? No, uh, it was a, a, a very unsuspecting music video in the sense of it was a Degrassi reunion. Uh, which came out of nowhere, and uh, they even featured Jay and Silent Bob in it, which they were in Degrassi for, like, a hot minute. Like, maybe, like, six episodes total. Uh, but they had Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes, they had the entire cast of Degrassi come back and uh, have a wonderful reunion, and it was awesome if you watched that show, which I think I think Brian and I were in that prime demographic with that. I never watched that show. Really? I did. But I, I did not. I uh, but I did watch this video because I do love Nina Dobrev. <laughs> uh, but, but that's it. And I love Jane Silent Bob. Right. That's actually the reason I watched this uh, this uh, music video. And and I was listening to uh, Hollywood Babylon, and Kevin Smith was talking about like yeah. what what they did to do this. He was I was completely just flabbergasted that I was asked. And then they gave me carte blanche to do whatever the hell we wanted. And then they end the music video. With, with them, with Jay, with Jay and Bob outside, and he's you know he's doing the the rap that he used to do. Noich, noich, noich. Uh, it's smoking just... weed, smoking blunts. <laughs> Who smoked the blunts? We both smoke the blunts. Smoke the blunts. So it's good. So good. Uh, so so it, good. it was just uh, it, it came out of nowhere. It was very nice to see Drake just kind of kind of tip the hat to the fact that this is where he came from, and kind of give those people who maybe been down in their career for a little bit, haven't been doing anything, a little bit of a spotlight for a little bit of time. Put it back in there. I thought it was great. Uh, and the music's pretty awesome. So I just wanted to say, Drake's I'm Upset gets a that kind of nerd stamp of approval, which is... Yeah, I am not upset by this at all. No, I'm, <laughs> I was actually very happy with it. <laughs> I, I haven't heard anything about him not being an all-around good dude. He's right. Canadian, so I mean, like, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, come up here about that, you know, we'll have it all happen. I, I mean, he's, you know, ultra, super, mega famous, but all in all, seems like a decent guy. So, um, yeah. I mean, anytime you get Jay and Bob involved, I'm in. I don't know if this is going to stay in the show. I just I just want to talk about this. Uh, Josh, you had showed me that Mike Shinona's uh, Mike Shinona wrote a new album, uh, kind of yeah. on the cusp of of the death of Chester Bennington. Yeah, uh, and it's called Post Traumatic. And the full album dropped either this week or last week, and I, I it just kind of snuck up on the full release. Uh, I am just so into that album right now. It's so good. It, it hits a big raw nerve, uh, uh, just kind of what's going on. And kind of you see someone kind of going through the whole process of, of grief, but also beginning to pick up some pieces and, and moving forward and kind of telling his story. It's it's phenomenal. If you haven't listened to the whole album, I, I highly recommend it. It's just a, a, a great piece of art and storytelling. And the music is it's just uh, it, it's moving. Well, I, I think throughout the years, Mike Shinoda has actually – been that sort of flip side of the coin in Chester Bennington where uh, e- e- even through like, uh, you know, Meteora and and sort of their some of their later stuff where Chester sort of faded in the background, you get more Mike Shinoda. It's it's really he's always brought a hopeful message. Yeah. Always, always, always. Right. And some of Chester stuff is so heartbreakingly beautiful, but. It wouldn't be that. Just lyrically, it's heartbreaking, right? But Shinoda added so much to the music that it, they were such a great team. I can't imagine. I can't imagine right. what he went through. So, like, I, I'm I'm excited to listen. I haven't yet. I'm getting there. I, I listened to the one track. It was amazing. I shared that with you guys. Mm-hmm. It's a solid track. But uh, I, anything you, if you put Mike Shinoda on, even as a producer, I'm in. Yeah. And and I think it's it's. It's interesting something that you said too that he always had that 
positive outlook at the end of it, right? Even with with the lyrics that they had, and even with the material that they were kind of sourcing everything from, which came from a very emotional place. Uh, I think he did always bring a, a balance. He always brought a little bit of optimism to things, even at the end. Uh, and and he it's it's interesting in this album because you see him kind of waver for a moment, right? Which you would naturally do, right? You're such an optimistic person. You you always have that outlook. And then something tragically like this happened and it knocks you off your center. And yep. he honestly expresses, I'm off my center. Like, I'm going through something I've never gone through before. It's, it's just It's just fantastic. And I just, I couldn't, I just couldn't let it go by without kind of being mentioned. And I, yep. I, I really do highly recommend it. Awesome. So random music tangent in, in screen to screen. Let, let it happen. Just let it be screen to screen to stream. <laughs> hey, I like this better. That makes more sense. Actually, you can actually call it screen to stream. Now that I'm thinking. Yeah, about that's it. what I'm saying. I think you I mean, just it's still, 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 yeah, uh, congratulations. Welcome to New Stadium and Seem to Scream. Good Scream. job, Ryan. <laughs> You're I'm such glad. a fucking innovator that I'm, I love uh, you. I'm, I'm glad we talked about Mike Shinoda now. This makes it happen. Thank you. All right. I'm a lyrical genius. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you three and a half months ago? I'm the one who gave you screen to screen to begin with. All right, so let's talk a, a little bit about some rumors that came out that uh, Lucas I and Disney... started. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in. I just hope I'm you know. Followed. So Lucasfilms is firing back at some, quote, inaccurate reports, quote, that uh, standalone Star Wars spinoffs have been put on hold. So the Internet this week was like, hey, guess what? Solo didn't do too well. So I, I, they're putting the they're putting the hold on the putting, putting the brakes on these spinoff movies to which Disney's just like, nah, they still make a shit ton of money. We're going to keep doing those. We're going to keep working on them because they make a shit ton of money. Uh, so I, I, when I saw the news story initially that start, you know, they were pumping the brakes and they were putting these projects on hold. I, I kind of, I kind of called BS right away. I was like, I don't want even want to talk about that. It's a dumb rumor. I, I don't believe it. I believe. And Luke, here we are talking about. I, well, it. I believe Lucasfilm that they're actually working on this. I, I believe that they're actually people gave out some shitty ideas and reports. The, the other reason I want to bring it up was there's a lot of stupid pushback right now on on Twitter and social media. That there's like a group of people who want to f- personally finance a recut of Star Wars: The Last Jedi to quote make it acceptable. Not just a recut, like a remake. Yeah, and and like the fuck, it's so it, it it's gotten everywhere. It, it's just showing up, and so much that that Ryan Johnson even kind of went on Twitter and said, "Yeah, please let like sarcasm, please, please, please make this happen. I'll save my movie, guys." Um, I, I was just curious to get some of your perspective on the, the rumors that they're stopping this all the way down to... to well, I, I'm i going to make it real simple, okay? Yep. Star Wars may be the biggest early movie franchise ever. Eclipsed by Avengers, obviously, but still giant. It is, yeah. Okay, so I will cite the following two Disney sequels. The Return of Jafar and Aladdin and the King of Thieves. I actually liked Aladdin and the King of Thieves because uh, I really enjoyed Robin Williams came back as the as the genie. I highly enjoy that movie. I what love I'm saying, Aladdin. And what King I'm of saying, Thieves. okay, great. What I'm saying is, regardless of what anyone wants, they're they're going to continue making movies. And what they figured out is, they can do it uh, live action, not animated. That that's what you're seeing now is that Disney is going to expand this universe like they did the animated universe and. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, uh, Brian, Josh, uh, you like Star Wars, right? I, 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 I do like Star Wars, yes. 
And uh, you like Star Wars movies? Um, I, I, I consume Star Wars in all forms. Video games, movies, television shows, yes. If someone makes a Star Wars movie, are you going to go see it? Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, well, the defense rests. <laughs> That makes what, no that's what we're talking sense. about, CJ. It, I, I, mean, I agree. They they literally just announced that James Mangold is going to be writing and directing the Boba Fett movie, and then these reports come out like, like, oh, Solo did so bad. They they announced that like two and a half, three weeks after Solo came out and officially quote unquote bombed at the box office. So like, they're not worried. A B, it's Disney. <laughs> they have all of the money in the world. I don't all know if you money. realize this, but Disney owns a little piece of everyone's soul. They're going to do whatever the hell they want. And for all these freaking... Keep, keep it PG. Keep it PG. I don't want to call you idiots. It's very, very hard not to call you idiots. For all of these uncultured swine <laughs> who did not enjoy The Last Jedi, here is what I will say to you. A, you're entitled to your opinion, and that is okay. B, there's always going to be a new movie that could be better, so you're going to keep seeing them, so just shut up about it. See, I personally like The Last Jedi, and if you haven't watched the documentary that comes on the DVD about Ryan Johnson writing The Last Jedi, I highly suggest you watch it because it gives you a whole new appreciation for all of those little things that really bugged you. But this goes back to what I said, what was it, last week or two weeks ago when we reviewed Solo. This this is not for us. This, this is not for the fans. The fans just consume it. It's for the creators to decide what Star Wars is. And if you're not happy with what Star Wars is, then, then stop watching it. But I know you won't because you're a huge fan of Star Wars. Yeah, it's, so just let it go. It's very similar to... Uh, the of course with me this this always comes around to this it comes around to DC and the the whole like Snyder cut fiasco right for for Justice League, uh, uh I I think I could uh, I could empathize with the people who did not like the last Friday in the same way that I did not like Justice League. However, comma I am not asking for a Snyder cut of the movie. I don't think that's I I, I don't want that. I want the movie. The movie I got is the movie I got. I don't like it. Sure. Uh, am I am I sometimes just whiny about it? Absolutely. Am I demanding or asking for anyone's money to redo it? Uh, no, because I just let's let's go to the next movie. I'll keep trashing until the next movie is there. And uh, like that, that's just how the world will, will live. I'm sorry if you didn't like the last Jedi. Actually, I'm not sorry if you didn't like the last Jedi. You didn't like the you didn't like the last Jedi. I'm, get over it. Like, let's move on to the next movie. If you weren't a big fan of Solo, okay. Now there were a whole lot of people. But, like, harassing the director and saying, you ruined my childhood and I want money. Or from- harassing the actors, because the actress oh, who, God, plays, who yeah, played yeah, Rose yeah. got so bombarded, she left social media. And that's just sad. First off, it's not her fault. She's an actress who is working with a script that is given to her. And she she did it wonderfully. You cannot like the character. You cannot like the story. You cannot like the movie. That's not her fault. She's an actress doing her job. Just like Ryan Johnson is an as a director and a writer doing his job, if Lucasfilm or Kathleen Kennedy or Disney really had a problem with it, they would have booted his ass like they booted three other directors right, off of these right, projects. Right, 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 right. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So clearly, 
they what they did in that movie was in line with their vision the the thing about star wars fans not star wars fans as a whole but these star wars fans who seem to be extremely vocal is that they're all hypocrites because we all complained about the force awakens because it was too much like new hope right it was all the same these are the same yep. people who are sitting there like oh they didn't do anything new and raise a mary sue who just learns how to do everything magically and then when they try to do something new and take the characters in the direct in a direction that you would not expect then we all complain about that too like what the hell pick a lane yeah. if you wanted to be a freaking <laughs> right Carbon right. copy of the original trilogy, then go with that. If you want it to be something new, go with that too. But you can't complain when they do something new and you don't like it. Right. At some point, you just have to say, I want to enjoy what this universe is without like, without like getting into like, whoa, it wasn't what I expected. Yeah. Just, you know what? Let them take you in whatever direction they're going to take you creatively, and let them take you on a journey. Right. Let them show you the world. Right. right. Shining. Oh, shimmering. stop! God damn it! Splendid. Don't do it. Oh, I can show you the world. <laughs> hey, Bane. Shining, shimmering splendor. Oh my God! I haven't heard from Tell you. Tell me, fans. Yeah, please. Is this who you want running your movies? <laughs> Oh, Bane, I haven't heard you in such a long time. Oh, yes, CJ, I have just come back from the beach. (laughs) Which beach? The beach, Joshua. (laughs) I have seen all of the beaches. You merely adopted the beach. I was born into it. You were born into the beach? Molded by it. You were molded by the beach? I was getting sand into my mask when I was just a man. <laughs> this is quickly falling apart. You realize this, right? <laughs> All right, Bane, as I see you, we'll just, we'll just kind of let you go. <laughs> little, uh, you broke Josh there, just a little. <laughs> but we merely adopted the beach. <laughs> yeah, well, let's... See, this is why I tell you to go to intro.thatcomedy.com. You haven't heard Bane on this show in such a long time. You don't get the bit. Oh, oh yes. Oh, hi. If you wish to know where I have come from, please go to intro to that kind of nerd. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this it totally is a un- wondrous tale of strife and struggle. <laughs> this totally undercuts the thing I was going to end with. Oh, man. Oh, yes, CJ. You were trying to be serious. I was. Uh, my fucking face is going to hurt. It hurts. It hurts to... I don't know how much is in. All right. Whew. Listen, bottom line, this this is what this all comes down to. Uh, we, saw, we said this from the onset that I, I truly believe that the nerd culture, the nerdy world, is an extremely inviting community of a lot of people with a lot of different opinions. Uh, just like Brian said, forcing someone off of social media, bullying people, just being extreme, being just toxic fans is is stupid and, and idiotic. I don't like some of the DC movies. I'm not sitting there calling Jared Leto out. I'm not going in there and, and, and harassing him. I'm not telling people who like the movies that they're completely stupid and they're ignorant and, and I don't insult them as, as people and, and for, for stuff that they do like. I just disagree with the opinions that they have. Be good fans of things. You cannot like something. You don't have to agree 100%. Just keep it civil, man. Just keep it, keep it honest to what you're about. And the moment that you may ask yourself... Am I being kind of a douche? You're being kind of a douche and adjust uh, accordingly and, and just kind of make those those changes happen. 
I mean, I, I've even been trying to do that to be less of a douche towards DC. So, uh, listen, inch by inch, life's a cinch. So just, just be better people. Just be, you're better than this, nerds. You're better than this. Yeah. Now you're going to get mad at something else. Oh, there's more stuff to get mad at? Ah, there's a little more stuff to get mad at. So uh, remember when we talked about the Gotti movie with John Travolta? Oh, uh, I do. And and we said, oh, that's a straight to, to, to DVD. And then we found out, oh, hey, they just pulled the movie. Well, uh, a company, you may have heard of them. I don't know if we talked about them uh, enough on this on the show. I think they're, hold on, small company here. What's it called? Oh, yeah, MoviePass uh, bought the rights to this movie to help distribute it. And Gotti right now has a zero, well, at the time of this recording, had a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, from 25 reviews. And what the Critics studio decided score. to do was to start to saying that the same old argument that we hear from a lot of people this is for the fans, right? These critics, they're not fans. The fans love the movies. These critics are just tr- trolls behind a keyboard. Yes, because when I'm deciding on a career for the entirety of my life, I'm going to choose something that I don't deeply love. Uh, yeah, and that's that's it, man. It, they came out and they said, listen, audiences love Gotti, but critics don't. Why don't you see it? Trust it for yourself. Don't trust. And then they actually put on the screen... Trolls behind a keyboard, outright calling these trolls, uh, these these critics. I apologize, trolls, which is ridiculous. Now, if you are not a fan at all of Screen Junkies, I highly recommend you go check them out on YouTube. They're fantastic people. They give great perspectives on on a lot of movies and some of the inner workings of all these uh, industries. Uh, wonderful reviewer Dan Merle, I respect him uh, immensely. Uh, he came out on on one of their programs and said, "Hey, listen, I." I'm curious about something. There are people on Rotten Tomatoes who are leaving five-star reviews, right, who have registered this month for Rotten Tomatoes, and this is the only movie that they reviewed. Guys, I think you may be pumping your movie stats up a little bit. I don't think these are actual real reviews. So I, I this, there's something fishy going on here, and calling us trolls behind a keyboard is ridiculous. And he made the exact point that Brian just made. Why on earth would you think I'm not a fan I love this. This is the reason I'm doing my job. So he kind of clapped back and just said, you guys are absolutely ridiculous. So then the Gotti Film Twitter account tweets back to him. Oh, so you claim that these users were fake, but Rotten Tomatoes just said that they're real. They're not bots. Do you want to apologize? And he's just like, oh, my God. All right, listen, you want the facts? Here's the facts. I just told you I never called them bots. I think they're just people who made the accounts to inflate the ratings. But here's what it really comes down to. You guys have a flop in your hands and flipping it around and trying to say the critics don't matter and it's all about the fans. You're just being completely ignorant to the fact. And now that other people are seeing this movie, right, because the press has now gone out about this, their rating keeps going down. It's gone down 11 percent in the last two days. So what does that tell you? It's not a legitimate number. People don't like this movie. So stop trying to shove it down people's throats. Stop being just, again, ignorant, stupid. And just very, uh, you know, divisive people and just let the process go down. Because to be honest, I probably would have just let this movie get the zero and never talk about it again. But now people are just going to see this and keep hating on the movie. Like it's just and use your movie pass. So that way, you know, they're losing money twice because they're paying for your own ticket. Like You're not paying the money. Just they're paying for their own ticket. They're, they're getting nothing out of this. I think it's ridiculous. I think calling this this I, I think doing this approach is just stupid and idiotic. And again, it comes to the fact that I think our community is, is better than this. All right, my rant is over. And listeners, you have just witnessed the genesis 
of a new segment called CJ Soapbox. <laughs> and there it is. I have a feeling this is a movie that is showing in a theater with a jungle gym. <laughs> Damn right it is. God damn right it is. I'm going to put a one-star review on there saying, I was so distracted from all these fucking kids. All the the children jumping around the jungle gym. Ridiculous. is ruining my movie experience. The whole time you were talking in my brain, uh, there was a Muppet frog with some teeth. (laughs) Wait, did he have moving eyes, non-moving eyes? What was the Muppet's eyes like? I need to know. Uh, Since we're talking about movie paths, let's talk about the final bit of news for screen to screen, and that is AMC has announced that they are doing their own movie subscription service to combat movie passes. And this one, I think, has a lot more options to it and has me honestly considering whether or not I'm going to keep my movie pass. It is AMC Stubbs A-List. It is $20 a month. It lets you see three movies a week, and it includes IMAX and 3D movies. Uh which is pretty awesome. You can buy the tickets in advance and you can see the same movie more than one time. Yeah. You only catch this, of course, it's only at AMC, which yeah, not a big deal. AMC is huge. It's the biggest movie retailer yeah. in the country. Absolutely. Pretty, pretty, pretty big. And I'm, I'm just going to. So I have been so disconnected for the last week that I have no idea what this is, but I'm pretty sure that my wife engaged you in conversation about this at some point. So if I didn't say, hey, what did Laura Burns say about this? I'm not really sure what else I can contribute. I, I think it came down to I, I, I asked people on Facebook just what were their thoughts about, you know, this process. And this is maybe something that will maybe reconsider uh, MoviePass to which apparently I got uh, apparently the, the, the AMC that I go to that I frequent uh, a lot is the nicest or the best AMC in the country because everyone is shitting on their AMC theater experiences. Yeah, I don't have that. experience. Uh, no, I always I've always had my AMC is great. Here, let, I'll put in my two cents here, um, because I refuse to sign up for MoviePass because I don't think it is a viable business model. I see it imploding. Oh yeah, it's gonna go very soon, and yep. then like I, I'm out that money because that's money I'm never gonna get back probably. So I am more likely to spend the extra ten dollars a month on an AMC pass, and here's why: not only is AMC one of the biggest movie retailers in the country, it's also you know. The movie theaters that I frequent are usually AMC. Um, just like you said, it yeah, it's only three movies a week. But first, like, I That's have perfect. a job. Yeah, I'm not seeing a movie a day as much as I would love to. Three a week is fine. Even if I only use it once a week, it's paid for itself. And on top of that, it's also going to be a part of your AMC Stubbs Premium uh, membership. So you you get all the the perks of that as as well so you know they have discounts on concession you know free thing on your birthday like all that you get to jump the line you get to jump the line you get all of that stuff still as well so why wouldn't i do this it's a more stable business model because even if they're losing money on the tickets i like i'm still because i didn't have to pay for a ticket i'll probably buy concessions and they'll make money on that so it just makes more sense to me. And there's an AMC 10 minutes down the road for me. It's got nice cushy seats with recliners. I can reserve my seating. It's amazing. I won't go into a theater where I can't. I, I will not go to a movie that is not reserved seats. I will not. I refuse. And then this this includes IMAX and this includes 3D. So I don't have to be like, ah, I don't want to spend an extra $8 on IMAX. No, yep. fuck it. I'm going to go see IMAX. 
And if I need to pay a sec for a second ticket because someone at my party doesn't have it, that's fine because really I'm only paying like half the cost. How much is this one, CJ? So the the movie pass uh, plan is uh, $9.95 a month, right? And the AMC uh, plan is now $19.95 plus tax per month. $19.95, but gets you what? It gets you three movies a week. It gets you uh, repeat viewings, tickets in advance if you want to. It it gets you uh, discounts off concessions. So if you get a large, you pay a medium price. You get the ability to go to the front of the line for buying tickets and concessions. It also earns you reward points that you can cash in for credit at AMC as well. To be fair, you can use MoviePass and the AMC stubs feature. You just don't get credit off the movie tickets. So uh, it's, it's basically if you frequent AMC solely or that is your preferred uh, theater. There's that. I I still can't find the reason to see Movie Pass because you can only see a movie once at Movie Pass and movie once a day. And honestly, you could go every day of the week, but there's not seven movie brand new movies out. Like you you you've hit you hit the wall. It's just not happening. Uh, so I, I I'm 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 digging this AMC deal. The 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 other part too is Movie Pass also announced that they're going to begin surge pricing, uh, next month for. Big movies. They didn't say what it is, but basically expect that the next time you see a Marvel movie with Movie Pass, you're going to pay an extra premium. And and the moment that happens, wait, 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 wait. wait. Well, yeah, wait. you heard me. What is your monthly Movie Pass subscription? Uh, I did an annual subscription, so I pay basically eight dollars, uh, seven dollars a month. But Not, traditionally, well, okay, fine, no, no. What's the annual subscription? Uh, it was I think like ninety dollars. Wonderful. How are they going to enforce a surge pricing when you have an annual? I don't understand. Yeah, sure. When you get Movie Pass, your credit and debit card is linked to the account. So for f- some reason you abuse their program, they can charge your your debit card or credit card. So essentially, if you see one of these movies who what, that qualify for surge pricing, you're going to get automatically debited like an I, extra five bucks. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna not subscribe to anything and just keep going to movies like I no do the AMC. Do this AMC plan again. Nineteen ninety five. Who the hell goes to movies that frequently? That's insane. If you go more than once a month, or once a month, how many times did you see Infinity War? Twice. Okay. Wait. It's paid for itself. It's paid go. for itself. Just right off the bat, right there, because you can see yeah. IMAX. No, for see- me, yes, but yeah. it's not. It's not one ticket. It's multiple tickets. Right. For for you, like paying for five subscriptions, probably doesn't make sense that's, unless so that's unless I mean. every time you go to the movies the entire family is going but i mean josh for for you when you're traveling and you're like oh hey you know i got two and a half hours to kill let me go see a movie if you do that twice a month this is great you're gonna pay for the tickets for your family anyway so why not get your, your ticket, ticket for, for free, free and just pay for the the wife and kids take that that's 15 dollars and take it towards the concessions that's very interesting. We never get concessions, but okay. That's, so that's good. Uh, like I said, I put this out onto to Facebook asking for some people's uh, uh, opinions on this. And uh, of course, Brian Roman. Did I say it correctly this time? Is that, is that better? What? Say it again. Brian Roman. No, no you still. Ah, God damn it. He said, Brian, I, Brian, Brian, can you, can you introduce him? Um, we heard from Brian Roman. Yep. Perfect. Brian good. Roman. No, nope. I can't. See, that's not it. Uh, all right. I really don't care about the cost of the movie. I just want them to lower the cost of concessions. If that's where they make all their money, then they're going to make a whole lot more off of me if I buy popcorn and drink every time because it's reasonably priced versus the one time a year I go crazy and desire a disgusting $8 nacho for a small tray. 
To which I said, hey, this is America. Uh, buy a gallon of popcorn when you go to the movies. Just bring your tub. I don't know what the hell you're, you're, you're going on about. Who's buying nachos? Also, oh, my wife. Uh, so, Brian, so, that's a terrible no, idea. No, no, no. The nachos are the best possible option. Absolutely. They're just Tostitos with cold cheese. Yeah, that not well. That's that's the most delicious possible option. L- listen, he's like one of the most down to earth dudes I know. I trust his opinion. I agree with the um, concession thing. It's ridiculous. But again, if you get this, if you get this plan. Your largest now cost a medium. You get discounts on concessions. Like, you get those free upsizes. So, I mean, like, you're paying for a medium popcorn, but getting a large. It's it's worth it. Uh, Which really, I mean, let's let's be honest. In the grand scheme of things, that's like the difference of 50 to 75 cents. cents. Hey, but listen, 50 to 75 cents. The, the, we're saving something. Uh, uh, also, a friend of the I show. I mean, Brian, Brian if, it, if, it's, if it's 75 cents a week, we'll just, I mean, 75 cents, we can round up to a dollar, right? Sure. I mean, you're saving like if you go once a week, you're saving four dollars a month. Fifty bucks a year. Yeah, you could go that's out not, to dinner before the movie. Then with that, that's savings. not terrible, right? That's, no, that's something, not terrible that's at all. Something you can repurpose, and you don't have to call anybody and pay them fifty percent of that savings. Oh, for fuck's sake! Friend of the show, Austin Winchester said this would be cool if the AMC by me didn't put their quote reclining chairs so close to the back of the wall that I can only go back one sixth of the way before I am in an awkward position, and then I'm just basically sitting upright. Sticking to Movie Pass and Regal Cinemas. So, Austin, I think you're going to the wrong AMC. Yeah, for sure. Go to the better one across town. <laughs> I don't. Ha- why, I don't have that. That's issue. why every town has two Denny's, so we can say, "Let's not go to this one. Let's go." To <laughs> we'll the go to the good Denny's. AMC's a uh, new plan. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, we're probably. Good. I mean, it comes out June 26th, yeah. if I recall correctly. And I'm so, and I'm sure Movie Pass will be out of money by by that time, so they'll be gone too, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, after this whole gaudy, you know, bullshit, they probably will be. They bought another movie, too, that is d- just done awful. I don't even know the name of it, but they're like, go see it, go see it. I was like, no one wants to see Didn't this Didn't I say movie. this would happen when you yes. said, oh, movie Listen, passes starting to buy movies? Time out, though. Here's the thing. As a consumer, I'm still seeing a ton of movies and only paying $10. There's no downside for me as a consumer. The company, it makes no business sense, and I don't give a shit. I don't own stock in them. Fuck them. I don't care if they go out of business. I saw a shit ton of movies and basically paid nothing. Like, I don't know why you were just saying they were basically going free money. Would you like free money? You went, nah, no, thanks. No, really. There's no strange attached and you don't have to tell the IRS. Yeah, nah, no, thank you. And I'm just like, yes, I'll take that money. Course, I have no idea. Cheap but, I, but I have no idea why you, you just told him the, the AMC thing. If you go one time, you just you buy because your Because AMC is a name I can trust, sir. But here's the question. What have you lost? What have you lost? This is like someone releasing a computer that's called Apple's Things and, you know, said, hey, here's this here's Apple thing. thing. You should use it. But, but does it still let you go on the Internet, make a podcast? I don't trust pod- it. But let's I just say it, it did. I don't trust off brand. <sighs> this is why I don't buy bagged cereal, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> I only buy the boxes on the top three rows. That's where the good cereal is. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time to talk about the world of comics. How it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, but most of all, how it's affecting Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! Amazon has ordered an animated series from Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman's series Invincible. That's the best intro I can get after three takes. Brian, I have no idea what the hell Invincible is. Is, is, is should I be excited about this? What, what the hell? What the hell is going on? Uno momento, por favor. Withholding for pizza. That was Spanish. It's so fucking one hard. momento, por favor. You should be excited. 
And here's why. I'm going to read the description of Invincible to you and for the graphic novel that I own. And for those of you playing the home game, he's holding graphic novel. Mark Grayson is just like most everyone else's age. He's a senior at a normal American high school. He has a crappy part-time job after school on the weekends. He likes girls quite a bit, but doesn't quite understand them. He enjoys hanging out with his friends and sleeping late on Saturdays, at least until the good cartoons come on. The only difference between Mark and everyone else is that his father is the most powerful superhero on the planet, and as of late, he seems to be inheriting his father's powers. This is actually a really good story that really kind of encapsulates, like, old-style Stanley Steve Ditko um, Spider-Man. About a young kid just trying to, you know, uh, getting his powers. Like, everything you like about Spider-Man, I want you to imagine a kid version of Superman going through. That sounds awesome. No, but I mean, it's a great book and I don't want to go too deep into it. Uh, There's a lot of like really serious, heady stuff that happens and some serious twists and turns that occur um, that would would be awesome. And it, it, the fact that it's animated is even better, which means you can get away with the stuff, some of this stuff, because I know the description I read seems very like Saturday morning cartoonish. Yeah, but it gets like ultra bloody and ultra violent really quick yeah and i've been a, i've been a fan of the skybound work right i, I think the, what their catalog is damn impressive yeah i mean i mean kirkman wrote this for uh image originally i think it eventually went uh i think image and skybound have a, a partnership for their comic is, books is this not skybound no 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 i mean i'm sure it's being produced by skybound um so my my point is this um you have this this story about this kid who's inheriting powers, who doesn't really know how to, you know, handle them and balance that. Plus, you know, oh, but I want to go to prom. Everything that you really kind of enjoy about Spider-Man. But you also, you also have, um, trying to figure out how to say this without spoiling it. You also have the, the added effect of my dad is essentially Superman. Everyone knows him and everyone loves him. And how does a kid deal with that kind of, father and that kind of fame and that kind of sure. thing so i mean it's a really great story i uh i highly enjoyed it i'm not done reading it all yet um because we're like well past 100 issues deep but it's a solid book and i'm very interested to see what it becomes in a movie form well so yes and plus robert kirkman wrote walking dead and you can say what you want about the walking dead show but the first three seasons were solid yeah uh, so I, I'm color me intrigued. I don't know if this does one of those pilot things like they, they used to do where they're going to put that pilot episode and people have to watch it in order for them to make it a, an actual series or if it's going to be the whole thing. Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a trailer or two. Makes sense. All right. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, it has been enough time. We can finally talk about Incredibles 2. <laughs> it's been 14 years. We were all... We were all thanked for our patience, which I thought was super classy, by the way. I thought yeah, that it was, was very classy. I thought that was great, having that little short behind, just saying, behind. Uh, behind. Behind. Behind is a new word. Behind. We had it behind, Brian. I, behind there, was, there, was, there was the movie, but behind it, we had an introduction. I, I mean, I enjoyed the uh, the little short behind the movie as well. No, no, oh, dude, no. that short. Wait, 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 I'm wait, like, wait, I, wait, look wait, wait, wait. I look over at I'm Laura. Not, I'm like, I'm not crying. You're not, crying. Wait, Everybody's crying. I know, we're not keeping behind and 
Oh, hands. you're keeping that. Put that put no, it, it happened. It happened behind the movie, CJ. Ugh. Everything that happened behind this conversation, you have to keep. <laughs> no, this is now a thing. It's gonna. Otherwise, the, the rest future. of the co- podcast did not really make is. sense. Did not behind it. Oh, but listen, man. listen, listen. Behind we starts talking about the Incredibles two. Seriously, spoiler alerts in case you haven't seen it. Please don't listen to this. Otherwise, you might get the movie spoiled. Also, behind you listen to this part. <laughs> go see the Incredibles two. <laughs> It's extremely important. You've waited 15 years for it. We know you have. Go watch the movie. And maybe be handy to do that. You get some concessions, maybe a large popcorn or some gross nachos if you'd like. And then you can uh, can come back and you can listen to this part. I hate you all so much. So good. I hate you so much. And also, I love you and I miss you so much. I need you in my life. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the short before the actual movie, uh, which I thought was uh, wonderful, as as most Pixar shorts before the movies are. Um, I, I, I audible audible gasps when she ate the dumpling. Metaphorically, this was amazing. Oh, was so good! It, it was it was in my maybe top three or four all time, and there there have been a ton. This was so good, but like metaphoric, like Christian was like, well, she, well, she ate her kid. And I said, no, 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 it's a metaphor, <laughs> metaphor. And he was like, what's oh. a metaphor? Oh, so he like left home and I'm like, yes, it's a metaphor. You get it. I was trying to explain it to my five-year-old daughter. Why did she eat? Why did she eat? The, the, why, why did right. she eat him? Why are you crying? I was like, I know it's it. <laughs> You're gonna, cause you're gonna leave me one day, and and she, he left her. And I'm not crying. This is, I'm sweating. This is terrible. Uh, she's, I'm trying to explain it to her. She's five. She just all she saw was a cartoon. Eat another cartoon, and just why did I? Why did I, Why why did she eat him? Oh, I'm God. destroyed. I'm destroyed by it. You don't like, know what's happening. <laughs> it was it, the parents reacting to their children's reactions are the best oh part God. because it's just. It's so it's and so then at ridiculous. The end, when he shows up, right, and she she grabs his hand on the bed. I'm again now. I'm crying again. Right, and right, she's like, right. "Daddy, why why are you sad? They're together." I'm like, exactly. That's I mean, that's exactly I'm not sad. I'm happy, and then people cry when they're <laughs> happy. Just, man. Just, just, I can't explain to you the complexities of human emotion. You're five. <laughs> you you just yelled at me because a piece of popcorn fell on the floor, and you lost your best friend. You called a piece of popcorn your best friend. <laughs> Zoe came back like they're they're about to leave for the family reunion. So Laura and the kids are are, are gone. They they went they, they went to the reunion. Um, but prior to leaving, I get a sobbing Zoe. Is that why she was crying? I get a sobbing Zoe walking back into the house. I went, baby, baby, what's wrong? She's like, well, oh, my man. She, and she's got this uh, unicorn, this stuffed unicorn mm-hmm. that she has dubbed Lady Glitter Sparkles <laughs> after the movie. Right, right. Yes. Yes. But it fell. And now her eye has an abrasion. Like she's like, yeah, her eye got scratched. In the-. And I'm like, well, I don't know how to help you with this ridiculous <laughs> thing that you're upset about. But now I'm upset. That's what this movie. You, you know what didn't make that better for her was when I saw her getting into the car because I was coming by to get some stuff from you, and uh, decided to just go up to the car door unannounced because she's wearing headphones. Going, what do you think you're doing? And then scaring <laughs> her, 
And then looking and already see that she is crying, I'm like, oh my god, I made I made Zoe cry. Oh shit. And Laura comes around the car and goes, no, she was already crying. And I was just like, oh, I- I'm here for stuff? <laughs> god damn. So anyway, incredible, so let's get back to that. Yeah. And we've segued into our personal lives. Um, I, I, it was Jack Jack was obviously the star of the show. The ra- no way. fighting the raccoon. The raccoon, the raccoon scene. scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was the comic relief. No. Oh, Jack Jack drove show. this, drove the whole ship. Jack Jack was this movie. This movie would Elastigirl be nothing without Jack Jack. was this movie. No, no. This movie would be nothing without Jack Jack. Jack Jack. Uh. I, I, I can't begin to tell you how wrong you are, sir. Jack Jack is what made this movie. I yeah, agree okay. completely with CJ, which almost never, never happens. happens. Nope. I love the Jack-Jack stuff, but I love the Elastigirl stuff more. Yeah, she was fine, but Jack-Jack was the movie. Yep. If you ask anybody, if someone's like, hey, tell me about the movie. Like, oh, So Jack-Jack got powers, right? And uh, they were giving him cookies, another dimension. He fought a raccoon, and the, the raccoon fighting was just exquisite. <laughs> You're just going to focus on the raccoon fighting. Yeah, I know I'm saying raccoon. Come at me. Don't at me, though. The whole movie was Jack-Jack. Absolutely. Everything important that happened in that movie, movie. was Jack-Jack. Jack. Yep. Who saved the day? Jack-Jack. Who made you laugh? Jack-Jack. Who made you cry? Jack-Jack. Who's got two names as a first name? Jack-Jack. Thank you. First off, Jack-Jack didn't make you cry. Secondly, how did Jack-Jack save the day? Every scene he was in saved the day. Goddamn right. He didn't propel the story at all. It was a funny side bit. Thing his, that we have no, to deal with as a crazy, family. scary monster babies save the day at least once, if not every time. Uh, I, uh, I, I, the only, the only critical thing I had to say about the movie was I, I didn't enjoy the villain. I just, that yeah, was kind of really. I, oh, it was, no, it was super well called it. it was super it. predictable. It was so predictable. Yeah. No, you right. know what? I, I, I actually thought, but I didn't I, dislike. I didn't dislike the villain. It was I just very, uh, super predictable. Yeah. I predict. I actually didn't predict this. I actually predicted something different, which you I were going it was ambitiously. Gonna, yeah, I thought it was going to be the guy Bob Odenkirk's nope. character. Not because if I'm going to make good PR for the heroes, I need to have them fight a villain. Right. So let me create this made up villain to have them fight. And, you know, we can get great PR that way. That's what I thought was going to happen. Every every company has like a super hopeful, positive face. And then like that shrewd back end. So as soon as soon as we were introduced to those two, I said, oh, there's the villain. Uh, I, listen, though, the the action was really good. Like really compelling far. I like the fact that the Oh, I'm not I'm not criticizing. This this movie was amazing. Everyone needs to see it. It's amazing, 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 amazing. And uh, totally worth the wait. For sure. I absolutely but yeah. Please I agree. don't make me wait this long again. No, not fourteen years again. No. Can we get another Incredibles like next year, please? I made, wish made enough money. <laughs> made enough money. Um no, I was I was uh, overall extremely happy. With with the movie, I love Jack Jack, and uh, I want to go see it again. I paid money, by the way, to see this movie. Paid money, <laughs> but you know, if you had the AMC pass, you wouldn't have to had had to. No, I, I I love this movie. I I thought it was. I don't care what you all say. I thought it was it was more focused on Elastigirl, and it absolutely was more focused on Elastigirl. I still love the family dynamic. This is absolutely still the best Fantastic Four movie I've ever nobody, seen. Nobody, nobody said nobody said it wasn't focused on Elastigirl. We just said that Jack Jack was the best part of the entire thing. Yes. I don't. I, I loved 
all the action scenes with Elastigirl. The monorail scene with her chasing after that monorail with a motorcycle. The scene where she does find the villain, the screen slaver, and fights her, him in like the, the crazy uh, strobe lady room. Like, I thought all of that was awesome. And like the, the whole like messaging of the movie, you know, about like, hey, just do what's right for the sake of doing what's right. Don't, you know, don't wait for somebody to tell you it's okay. And don't sit there and, you know, let bad things happen. If you have the ability to do something, you should absolutely do something. And that should be okay. Um, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. And, you know, I was, I was like a little kid in that theater and I was just so freaking happy. Like the, the movie started while I was like, Oh my God, it's starting. It's starting. Um, I haven't felt like that since Avengers, let's face it. But <laughs> I, I, uh, I definitely want to go see it again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought, you know, I, I, I liked everything. I even liked the, 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 stay-at-home dad stuff that Mr. Incredible had to endure. Like, it was, like, kind of fun to see the the kind of role swap and, like, all of a sudden, like, he, he realizes how stretched thin his wife is and he has to figure out how to kind of go through the day and learn common core math and all of this ridiculous crap. How how awesome was the intro before the movie with Craig T. Nelson and Sam? Oh, Jackson? yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah. They were like, hey, thanks. We, we, we love that you love the movie. <laughs> Do you know how long these things take to make? Yes, not 14 years. Yeah, it, it takes more about four to six, depending on, you know, how much crew you have behind it. You know what I love about these movies? Both both of these movies. They have this, this very 1950s feel to them. Yes. But with sci-fi and superheroes, and I love that. I love just the overall feeling and design of these movies. They do don't have cell phones, but they have car phones, but they have spaceships and yachts that have planes built in them. But like no I, I don't HDTVs, care. but they have modern like, yeah, I don't care. I don't need, I don't need yep. explanation. I love it all. I think it's fantastic. I love it. It's great. Give me more. Give me. I also love the, the whole scene with, with, uh, guys, Edna, the Edna mode, Edna mode, Edna mode, Edna mode. Uh, was just, I, I love that bit. Uh, she had a great, uh, thing about capes in the, in the last movie. Uh, and this part was, you know, I don't do babysitting. And then just seeing what she's doing with the costume and just watching everyone freak out about it was, yep. Uh, so good. So good. God damn you, Pixar. You do such wonderful work. You do. You you, you do. I, 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 I will say I don't think it's as good as the first one, but it's like right the fuck there. Um, Yeah. Everyone should see this movie. Yep. And you know what was really nice? Like I went on a night that I normally wouldn't go. And there was a bunch of kids. And I was like, Oh God, I'm gonna have to sit through this with kids. The kids were more well behaved than the adults. And it was wonderful. I loved it. Anyway, there's my two cents. And there were no jungle gyms in sight. So, so behind you go, right? Uh, I do hand you go behind. Everyone leaves. Behind everyone leaves. Uh, I do want to please to say, thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. But, uh, I do want to ask you to do us a, a quick favor, really easy. Two things. Number one, go leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That really helps us out. Number two, go to your show notes right now. Go check out the very top link. It is a survey just to ask us how the show was going. Uh, we don't want your data. We don't even want your name. Uh, we just want to know how the show is going. And if you would like to win some free swag, and believe me, I just got a mountain from Josh that we're going to be giving away. Uh, put your email address in at the, the bottom of the survey, and we will love to send you some wonderful nerdy gifts. Uh, so thank you so much for listening, and we will see you all next week. 
Computer comics and sci-fi and technology. Television, video games, and fantasy. We'll take a listen to our show, I'm sure you'll see. There's many points where we can agree. Like that Martha as a plot point was just too absurd. And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard. And that Josh Frank's new Fantastic Four was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, cause you were that kind of nerd. He, the, I, this this is the bottom line for me. When it, this, you just went. He, <laughs> <laughs> so Amazon has ordered a Amazon series from Walking nope, Dead creator nope, Robert. Nope, nope. nope. Can't say Amazon has ordered an Amazon series. <laughs> Did I say Amazon? You can't. You can't fucking I meant say to say that. animated. I meant to say you animated. Suck at speaking uh, today. Amazon has ordered that Amazon make a series about Amazons. <laughs> It'll be delivered to you via Amazon Prime with your Amazon subscription uh, of Amazonian uh, nature. I'm in a tiny closet. I'm hot now. Are you in a glass case of emotion? <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's so hot. I'm so hot. <laughs> Milk was a bad so choice. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> You've said that behind, and you never backed it up. <laughs> never. So. I went. You want? Know here's the problem. I didn't immediately just go back and just start. Yeah, you didn't do your. Nope. I put my head against the wall in defeat, and that was enough time for you to just jump. On. You gave us the opening. <laughs> oh, you can't ever give us an opening, CJ. To be fair, I saw this movie in Reading, so I, I didn't actually get to see this movie. If you no, because you were trip, held at gunpoint you catch while trip, watching the movie. It's just not really working. Um, <laughs> yes, and and that's that's where I would like to to personally. I just want to address one listener just head on real quick. And and Josh, I know you can back me up on this. Dan Newbert says that his AMC experience is, and we're going local. This is totally niche, but it's, I'm literally only talking to one person. Dan Newbert said that he goes to the Fairgrounds Square Mall AMC, and he felt like he needed. Why shots. would anyone? For the, the love of God, mall never go has there. Closed. The only yep. thing that's there is a farmers market. Yep. Like it, it is a ghost town. One should the imagine. Farmer- the farmer's market, by the way, is still amazing, and everyone should still go to that farmer's market because it's wonderful. However, everything else around it, like, there's 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 a Chinese buffet and a Bojangles, and then, like, Mad Max-level dystopian <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. It, it, the, the, to put it in perspective for everybody else, this AMC theater looks like something you would find in Fallout. It's okay? a dollar theater. It's yes, dollar it's theater. exactly a dollar theater. So, Dan, just like... Uh, just like Josh said, every town's got more than one movie theater, just like Denny's. That's the bad Denny's. Never go there. Go right. to the good Denny's and never the, the, the Reading IMAX. CJ, doesn't the uh, the the one behind like the Home Depot and Best Buy there, that, That's isn't a, that like a Fox or whatever? It's a Fox. Yeah, it's not bad. Hey, isn't it reserved seats there? Yes. Yeah. Go to that go one because it's reserved seats. All right. So I'm sorry we only talked to one person, but Dan Uber, I, I had it ridiculous going to the Dan? fairgrounds. I am not familiar with this fairgrounds movie theater, but I feel like we could have an awesome paintball match in this ghost town. <laughs> you Listen. should continue going to this movie theater. I will see you there, sir. Brian, that is the theater that the jungle gym would come on. You'd be like, ooh, someone's died there before. Yep. yep. It's not a good jungle gym. It's a uh, rickety, rusty. It's jungle, like rusty and shit. Gym, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, not good. There's a there's a fallout shelter somewhere in this theater. It's that old. For sure. All right. 